<clears throat> we are live. Live once kinda, again. Kind of sort of live. Pick this up so people can hear me a little better this time. We are. We're back. Back again. Back again. <laughs> Under interesting circumstances again. Let's let's dive into it. First, let's get some household things out of the way. We had a lot of feedback on the last episode from CDR. A lot of feedback. Good and bad. I just wanted to make sure that I made it really clear to everybody. I don't want people to think that we're just coming in here and sitting down and shooting from the hip and and just you know spewing stuff we put a lot of time into this probably more than we should i spent countless not countless but i spent a couple hours both days talking to club members again biking the track doing all that it's not just something that we're taking lightly we're not just coming to say this stuff to make people feel bad or because we're uh, the only reason why we're saying this is because we want it to be better. Yeah, that's the goal was to make everything better and to improve on ways for all of us, not just the ECA or just the um, the clubs, also as riders, also as people that are trying to get in and are already in the industry to all make everything better. The better series we have, the better the riders that show up the better the riders we currently have get uh, we'll talk about it there's no there's no reason that i should be second in points right now in c250 there's no point i agree like we need to have some more competition we need to have people that are serious about the series that are, are running these races and again a light has five guys so the bigger the better we can get the series and the races and the clubs the better it is for everybody the riders overall better for pockets more money so i just wanted to open up with that i had a couple comments of people that were kind of they were a little upset with some of the things we said and i'm okay with that i'm sure that that somebody's gonna say something about me that i'm gonna be upset with one day can't please everybody right duly noted we're just gonna keep going so i just wanted to make sure we got that out of the way first first and foremost just to, to clear the air that this is this is all for positive uh with that yeah let's get into it so jump to the big boys huge congratulations friend of the show Ryder Lafferty on the big win this weekend there was some interesting circumstances but beating Grant by two minutes and Josh by more than that is a statement so huge win we had Ryder in first uh grant baylor again great ride for him second place and then josh toth in third i didn't really get to see too much of the race we were racing a good buddy of mine logan was filling me in during the day while we were while we were up at sarah sands and he was kind of giving me updates throughout the day so yeah didn't really look into it did you get a chance to check it out in here i'm looking at it now <clears throat> and um he with a total time over grant it's one minute and 13 seconds okay so not quite two minutes yeah uh Ryder went a total 123 and 10 seconds and grant went a 124 23 seconds yeah so good day um and then only between grant and tooth it was only uh <clears throat> seven seconds okay so there was definitely some battles, just looking from, from the times. Now that we got the good news out of the way, the crappy news, we lost two huge guys, two of the biggest guys in the sport, 
stew with a freak head slash shoulder injury. And it's then, not even an, at this point. It's not even a head. It's like an eye socket only. Yeah. Um. I don't know if anybody follows him on social media, but he posted the helmet and he was looking at it and he's like, "There's literally no marks on the helmet, no pad, no pad damage, no um helmet damage to the inside, like where something's had a hard hit. Everything looks like it's never even been touched. Basically, took it to the goggles and just got him. Right. Freak thing. Uh, and huge and huge shout out to Stu for for being so open about that stuff most people have injuries and they don't want to talk about it at all and he's like hey here's my x-rays here's my mri here's my cat scan here's the helmet here's this here's that oh hey i'm in the doctor's office right now let's he did everything short of live stream it right so i think it's good for also the sponsor as like showy being his helmet sponsor like if somebody was like oh the helmet didn't Absolutely. protect him. Like it, sh- he shows like the helmet did everything it was supposed to do. Like it just whatever he hits somehow perfectly went in through where you have to have an open spot on the helmet. You can't and have that covered with the world we live in today. That's how it is anymore. Everybody wants to jump to who to blame, who to blame, who to blame, and props to Stu for yeah being. Hey, listen, like it was a freak thing. Um, same thing with uh, the pro motocross rider who was blanking right now at the moment who had uh weston pike same thing with him freak accident the just the opening you got you got to be able to see you got to have an opening in the helmet so crappy crappy day for him and then ben ben came out this week and talked about his injury we're gonna say it again t-shep with otp covered it he had a statement with him and he goes real in depth, not real in depth, but he goes in depth this week with the National Enduro. So go check him out. Then Ben posted on his Instagram story right. or his um, Instagram reels. Yeah, that <clears throat> posted like a four minute video talking about it. Craziest thing about that situation is, again, T Shep breaks it down. But the first thing I thought when I heard he was hurt is, it couldn't really be any better of timing. You have it's, two it's, races, you have two races coming up. And then you have snowshoe before break. I mean, realistically, he could come back. He he has 17 weeks between now and the first race after break. And worst case scenario, he's 30 points down. Best case scenario, he's still in the lead points wise. So is he? I don't think he's even possible to be 30 <clears throat> points down. Is he? Yeah. If uh, Trevor Bollinger wins out, uh, wins all three. Yeah. So, but that he would have to win the next two to be tied, and then to win the third one would put him about 30 points out. So, we've been talking about how there isn't going to be a championship battle. This might this might bring it back around. And, you know, we have some contenders coming back from injury with Josh Strang being back. I mean, Josh Strang could be a huge benefit to Ben Kelly if he goes out and wins two and, and keeps that point gap low. Craig DeLong still in, still in it for you know top three in points. He could go out and win. I mean, I think we're finally back to the point now. Okay, we have five guys any given weekend that can go out and win. So I'm super excited to see this race this weekend and and see how it plays out. For sure, and <clears throat> all them guys are probably doing the, the mathematics. Like if I can do this and get this and get that, then I'll yeah. be here. And I think that's going to light a fire under their ass to find another gear to well, like well. 
like maybe they felt slacked because Ben's been killing them so much. Right, like, it's hard. It's hard. How how do you go chase after somebody who's got such a lead on you? But now, I mean, it's wide open. You have Craig, Jordan Ashburn, Trevor Bollinger. Strang mathematically is probably out of it at this point, but man, he's still a contender for wins. Grant Baylor's been coming on strong. He's still there. I know I'm gonna Josh. Josh Toth, he hasn't really had the greatest season, but, I mean, he could show up and win any weekend, too. There's a, a list of people. Over, under. Ricky Kate. Russell. Ricky Russell's back. He could come up and <clears throat> win a race. So, What do you think the chanceability of Caleb going on the front line for the next three races? You would think – no, I don't think it's the next three. You would think he does it at Snowshoe, right? Well, why wouldn't he do it now? As, as KTM thinks, if I can put Caleb out there to Yeah, you know, race. listen, you know Auntie's already done going over every scenario. He's called up every every ex-amateur, every guy. It's a, it's a wonder Ryan Dungey's not showing up for the GNCCs at this point. Well, that's what I'm saying. You put Caleb out front, you know he can probably run up front. I think he's still, at the end of the day, able to. Um no matter what, if he goes out there and puts himself somewhere in the top five, he's dropping, making the points less for people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so think- K10 puts him out there and he goes somehow wins all three. Yeah. It's right. less thing. points that they're losing on um, Kelly. I think KTM has enough, enough eggs in the basket, I would say. I mean, if they really wanted to go that hard, they have gas, gas, you know. I think right now it's so wide open. There isn't. I think even if you throw Caleb Russell into this, for Caleb Russell to go run with with Craig DeLong for three hours right now, I think would be interesting. I would love to see it, but I'd have to give the upper hand to Craig. Yes, you have the history with Caleb Russell, but I don't care how much you're training. You're not racing. To go from not racing to then running three hours at that pace is super challenging. Like I said, I hope he does. I would love to see it. It'd be awesome to talk about. It'd be fantastic content for us, especially if he does it at Snowshoe, because I will be there. So, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. GNCC has just got a lot more interesting. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully we see that at the next one this weekend. Penton, Penton, right? I think it's Penton, and then in two weeks it'll be Mount Morris. So. Excited to see how it plays out. How about talking about points and things? How about Ryder taking over the points lead? Yeah. Like and Yeah, I don't even know what to say about it. I mean it's awesome. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's so cool. This is this is where Ryder's wanted to be his whole life. When when we talked to Kent Croker, he talks about going to these races with his dad as a kid and pitting them and running around. So I mean it's in his blood. He's been doing this for twenty years at these national Enduros and Enduros in general, so Seeing him up there leading the points is is awesome. Continuing the family legacy and and yeah, just it's cool to see all the hard work he's put in these last couple of years really pay off. So he's got a thirteen point lead over Grant Baylor and sixteen points over Tooth in third. Um, a couple more top threes and he's going to open this thing up pretty good. Yeah, and. He looks super comfortable. Um, uh, MP National Enduros needs or live laps needs to get their shit together. Uh, Ryder Lafferty, Rider Lafferty, 
The brand bike he is on is a Husqvarna. <laughs> don't get me started on my laps. I don't have enough time. He's, everybody knows he's on a gas gas, just so we can correct yeah, that. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about tonight, so we're not going to get into this. I can't stand live laps. Oh, one thing I have in my notes. We need, I think we need to contact a, a showman for Stu. We got to get somebody over there to get the bad juju's off that guy. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know what bad karma he's got going on right now. We got to get rid of it because this man's just, <laughs> there's no other way to explain it. So I think this is God telling him he needs to take a break for a little bit. Let's reset. I'll see you at Big Buck in the spring. <laughs> well, I, um, I don't know about that because Kelly hasn't had a like he you haven't heard of a mistake all year up until now. So like yeah, it makes and and that's the other crazy thing and too. In the same it test makes one just but makes one mistake in the same you test. Can, you can pretty much say that Ben Kelly's been next to perfect so far this season. They've broken down his rides, and yes, he hasn't been perfect, but. He makes one mistake and he's out. And I think that shows how crazy what what a crazy spot our sport is in right now. But now, at this point, seventy percent of the pro field <laughs> has been hurt already, and it's May. I mean, I think there's something to be said about that. We've talked about it before, but what is it? It's a million other things. Uh, I don't. It, I saw that too, that it was the same test, but it was two different spots. So, yeah, there could be something to that. Maybe it was a faster test than one of the other ones. Who knows? That's kind of a good little segue into into what what we're here for this week, ECA, <laughs> with people crashing. I have never had so many people eat shit hard in front of me in my entire life. At one point, it was scary because it felt like every five minutes or so, somebody in front of me wrecked. But I want to—I I do want to say that it wasn't that hard of a track. Absolutely it not. It was conditions. Now I, I will say, the conditions between your race and my race were significantly different. From lap two to lap three, in my race was like a totally different race. Lap one was absolutely insane, gnarly, and which was fantastic for me. With that bad start, yeah. So. Let's jump into it. Um, ECA hair scrambles this weekend. Got dealt a, quite a difficult hand. Um, MCI had their annual Sahara Sands race. Rain, 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 rain. All day Saturday. Um, it rained into the night on Saturday night. I got out and biked the track probably around 4.30, 5 o'clock on Saturday. and It wasn't terrible, and they, would, they had already started rerouting some of the course and changing some up stuff up so that was really cool but yeah just the conditions i don't care how dry it is the water will soak into the soil to an extent but at the same time water also runs so it's going to run to the low spots and it's going to puddle it's just what it does they i'll give this props now i think mci did a fantastic job up until about one fifteen, <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about the C event first. The morning was absolutely brutal. the The track was just it was just sloppy. Just the top side was a slick bottom where it's been so dry. Yeah, I gotta 
absolutely horrendous start. I was 49 off the line out of 50. And the conditions really played to my favor. I talk about it a lot. I am not willing to go fast. I have a limit. I know where it is. The thing about my limit is, though, in conditions like this or in perfect conditions, I go the same speed. So in conditions like this, I hold a, a pretty good pace. And it showed I made a bunch of passes this weekend, and I ended up getting fifth. It was my best ever, so I was super pumped with that. I rode really well. I'm ecstatic. I'm too ecstatic because now I'm second in points. And I'm going to have to get my bag of sand out and put it on my back. And y'all can make fun of me when I race sportsman for the rest of the year. <laughs> so I don't know if I talked about it on the pod or not, but we we talked about it with the the classifications of stuff and how it's different between GNCCs and ECAs and stuff like that and so I don't know we'll see maybe I'll go out and try to win a championship maybe I'll go sandbag C for the rest of the year so I don't get bummed up for GNCCs who knows it's to be determined but well yeah. track, even if you track got was interesting even if you got bumped to be an ECA aren't you still allowed to race down one no, class no now now the new AMA director for advancements it's the same off road is off road you're allowed to go down one for moto off-road is off-road which it seems crappy now but in 10 years hopefully hopefully in 10 years this will kind of level the playing field it should okay i think it'll take time i think once you get everybody on the same level but it goes back to us saying hey you make the local series better you bring local talent you bring more talent to local series and increases so right 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 yeah we got a little off track there but yeah back to the race man when I came off the track, I did not have one bad. I did have one bad thing to say about MCI, but overall, man, they absolutely killed it during my race. It was brutal. Track was going away fast, and they were doing a good job. There was one section every lap I came through had a new piece cut in, like fresh, not fresh trail, but like they rerouted it and did a really good job with ribbon and super impressive. They have. I don't want to say they have a tendency, but they've put on some races that I have problems before. Or I don't want to say that. I'm going to take that back because I don't know exactly the whole history of it. But I will say that it was very, very well done for my race. The youth race was really well, too. Went really well, too. I was out there. So I had a lot of props. One thing I did notice that I was quite upset with is there was no mile markers. And you might think, oh, well, that's really not that big of a deal. It, It is and it isn't. From my perspective, it's a huge, it's a huge uh, kind of like marker for me when I go bike the track. It's what I use to kind of say, okay, mud hole coming up at four, got to be ready for this at five. It's just like a mental note. But back to my comment of people wrecking, I had a handful of guys wreck hard in front of me. And every time when I got to a sweeper, I'm like, hey, uh, back there somewhere, somebody's hurt. You know, it would have been a lot nicer for me to say, hey, mile two, right at two or right after two or right before two. Even if you could say between two and three. Right. And you're you're narrowing it down between nine miles. I brought it up to uh, an ECA member, uh, one of the guys who are pretty high up in ECA. And I didn't get a chance to catch up with him. Um before on saturday night which i probably should have but talked to him on sunday and that is something that eca kind of requires and i 
racing the series last year. I think they're lackluster. CDR did a fantastic job with it. They had won it every mile, so props to that. But, yeah, it really is a safety concern, especially if somebody's hurt bad. Which that would have helped in the main this weekend. Yeah, so let's just get right to that. We'll say it from my I'll say it from my perspective and then we'll let Brad get in. So main goes off. I make my way to the pits. Got a couple different people I'm helping out this weekend that asked me to throw them some gas, so I'm there for you, buddy of ours, Jack, Justin, other Justin. We're all just hanging out and standing by the exit of the pits and a couple of pro guys come through and not 30 seconds behind Joey Ford, a group of A250 guys come rolling through. And there was a club me- member next to me, and I look at him, and he looks at me, and I'm like, that's a problem. He's like, no, it's not. I'm like, okay, six guys in a- A250 just passed all of A open in the first lap. And and we had a pretty stacked line. He, yeah, and I'm like, all right, I know you're on that line. I know Justin Harris is on that line. Nate's on that line. And there's a handful of other really good Tino. Kyle yeah. Tino was racing. There was a handful of awesome guys on that line. So I'm standing there, and I'm like, okay, this is a problem, but apparently not. I hear over the loudspeaker they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna time correct it, which you, you can't do. So I started making my way up there. I talked to one of the guys I know. They said they're going to get it figured out, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, about 20 minutes after that, they red flagged it. So it took about a half an hour from when – they came through scoring to to red flag it. At that point, it turned into a cluster. Let's hear it from your end. Let's hear it did, from the woods. I have a question. Yeah. Did the leaders do two laps or one lap? Did they like where did they get pulled off at? The same spot I did. So I don't know where you got pulled off at. Right at the campers, within one mile of the finish. No. So the split happened somewhere's deep into the B. I wouldn't say deep. Hunter Keen had come through. I'd seen him. Ranger Edmonds, uh, Ryan Gribben, those kids came through. So we're well into the B. We're into B vet, I would say, before the flag was thrown. So they threw the flag. So at that point, the race is still going on, really, for those guys because there's no way to stop them unless you went out to the middle of the grass track. But, yeah. So Kyle, 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 Hunter, Bush, they all came through scoring through what, the second lap at pace. When you say Kyle, Kyle, you mean Kyle McDonald? Kyle McDonald and – or sorry, Kyle McDonald and Jason. Sorry. And Hunter. Yeah. So they all come through at pace, and that's another thing. So now you have all these B guys that are getting pulled off trying to get back to their campers. You got guys coming down that straightaway, fourth gear, fifth gear, flying – that was kind of uh everybody's all fired up nobody knows what's going on so it happens it's not the first race that i've been to i don't know if you've ever been to one that's been restarted it's happened it at sahara sands at least well i want to say twice pretty sure two other occasions it's been restarted that was kind of where my comment earlier came from so but i can't confirm whether or not they were both mci or not i don't remember but yeah, it's a, a crappy situation. Uh, I tried asking to kind of figure out where the problem was. 
Um, nobody could tell me because nobody knows what mile it was at because nobody has any idea what mileage is out there. Ended up, the story I got after the main was it was two different spots where riders were ended up going head on. Again, I don't know the whole story. I wasn't out there. I'm not going to claim like I do. Let's hear from your side. Um, I know you were right in the thick of it. <laughs> you have no idea. So, <clears throat> I want to say mile six, somewhere in the middle. It's not. I, I can't tell you exactly. Could have, been, could have been three. Could have been nine. We don't really know. But right. So my my day started with a bad start, and the first first turn had a mud hole. Got covered. Ruined my goggles off the start. So we had to work our way up. Me and Nate worked our way up. Whatever. I only say that to then for reasonings for my bitching at the end. <laughs> um, so we go and we go through a bunch of grass track and stuff. And it's a come in, get in the woods and you're deep in the woods. Nothing. You can't see no fields. You can't see nothing. And there's a left hand turn. You can see, there's one hour pointing left. But I don't recall ever seeing any tape. Now, there was a guy on the ground. Um, but we believe. When you say on the ground, you mean standing? No, like, no, like a rider was falling over. Oh, okay. So, like, I okay. had to focus on him, not hitting him. Right. And, right. you know what I mean? Right. Instead of looking around for stuff. Um, once I get around him, I, I follow the tracks that I was looking down at. I mean, maybe I should have been looking a little more up, but I was trying to be safe to the rider. A little tunnel vision. No. It, it happens. It's about safety at yeah. the end of the day. I don't want to hurt nobody. I look up and I'm straight and see no arrows. And then I'm start like I slow way down and I look around and like just four or five of us in the woods with no arrows and we're looking around and we're like, What is going on? It's me and Nate and we're yelling at each other like what the like what's going on? <laughs> I can only imagine. And I seen the kid post on Facebook and he's like, I get up off the ground and my whole class looks like deer running through the woods, basically, is what yeah. he said. And that's what it was. And from every description I got, accurate. So we realize the old um, Enduro, well, not old, but racing the Enduros this year, that really came into play because I just kind of circled back to where I knew if I was going left. Kind of needed to be, right? Yeah. And I look for hours. And I saw the first the first hour I saw I went towards that hour until I found the track, found the track, and I'd say you went a mile, and you needed to go left. And for the people that raced the main, you could they'll probably remember you had to go through a set of trees, but they were real close together, kind of veed. You wanted to pick your feet up to go through them. Well, right before that, you there was tracks going right, and if you went right you were dead headed right back at where that kid fell and where the track went left. So that's where everybody was going head right. on at. So I think what happened was is the guys where we went straight as a open guys went straight getting lost. The a two fifty guys came to that and went straight, straight. seeing that jumped on the and then the reason we got backwards at them is because you they blew, went yep. they went to the track and we followed out of like where they went in we went out yep. and that's how we got head on with people so i'm like well this ain't right so like <clears throat> i don't remember if i turned around the first lap or hopped back like right back on and did another like little mile extra mile for some reason well one of our, a good buddy of ours justin harris when 
<laughs> when he pulled into me at the pits. He said, I'm out there going in fucking circles. I did the same thing. I did two miles twice. So the sen- the, the idea of going in circles seems to be. <laughs> so, well, at that point, <clears throat> I take the goggles off. I can't see nothing. And I'm trying to still charge and trying to like catch the people that were in front of me and get over, do the finish the lap, get another set of goggles, get a drink in me. And at this point, I'm like, I worked way too hard on the first lap. Like, I'm overheating. I'm like way overworked. And I come through scoring. It says 14th. I'm like, how am I in 14th? Now, now back to my perspective, I'm sitting there. And I'm kind of like, all right, like, Brad might not win today. But, man, I'm, he's going to run up front. So, when I'm watching all these guys come through, I'm like, there's no way all these guys got around Brad. So, they don't get nervous. And at this point, like, there's a bunch of kids who still haven't come through. Same thing with Justin Harris. Like, I figured he was going to quit, but usually he does one lap before he quits. <laughs> you know? So, I figured, I figured he'd do one lap. But he came through and he told us he was doing circles and blah, blah, blah. Like, Johnny Monero came through and Johnny Monero was real upset because he was out running in the lead. And then, next thing you know, he's passing guys that he passed six miles ago. So, he got all flustered. And it's frustrating and it's it's takes the wind out of your sails right um and then i go through scoring and i get i'd say around the two well, mentally all i i'm thinking the two mile area it's just how i feel where i was probably right outside of that tight little wood section right it, in the tight woods okay. is yep. where i'm i is when i realized something was wrong because no a250 guys at that point have passed me yet um and I get to it, and it's a left-hand drop-down, and Kyle Plummer will know. <clears throat> he was on the ground there. I'm like, how is Kyle in front of me? Like, yeah, he didn't. No, none, nobody passed me at this point. I'm like, <clears throat> how did he? How did he get in front of me? Whatever. I get by him, and I go, and then I hit a mud hole again, and blow the water through my goggles. So I have to take my goggles back off again, and so then I'm. Back goggles and goggleless, and I throw my goggles to a guy, and I'm back charging again. Like at this point, it's mile three, and I'm 14th. I want to go. Yeah. So I'm riding as hard as I possibly can to try it because I know the front guys are going to sprint away from me. Right. Like that's yeah, what they that's what right. they would do. So I ride the whole lap. I get to the section where we got lost. There's two now. There's two ribbons, and it's just two. From the three trees, basically right. wrapped in a in half circle, we go left. Cool, no problem. I come back to around to where I went backwards the lot before. There's one worker standing there with a guy, a, a racer. Yeah, and he's dealing like I don't know what he's doing. He's talking to him, <laughs> I guess. Somebody's probably getting the deal. <laughs> he wasn't giving the deal because but he, he was let, probably, but he was probably getting the deal from the rider. Somebody, right. yeah, because me and the guy behind me went. Somehow got back lost again and went head on at the ribbon. I blew through the ribbon, but by the time I realized where like what it was, I blew through the ribbon head on to somebody. Almost hit him. Turn back around, get back onto where the track was, ride as hard as I can all the way to the <clears throat> one mile from the finish. And people everywhere, not one single MCI person, not one well, single official. At this point, they're all in the woods trying to figure out what the hell is going on. 
which I can understand. I get it. But me coming out, how am I supposed to know that these aren't <laughs> drunk people messing with me? <laughs> could you imagine it? Could you imagine it like, yeah, just pulling out of the woods? If I if I started pulling out of the woods and people started screaming at me to stop, I'm going to keep going because everybody else is going to stop. So I'm going to get some spots. Like I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. So like I pull out and me and, and me and Nate are together and, and we're the, like, and the people there are just trying to help save you guys, you know, six corners. 100% right. appreciate them but guys. You, and you don't know that though, but I have no clue why these right. people are telling me to stop. Like is somebody hurt? So I'm riding the course. And then I finally get two turns later. I see a lady that happened to have a red shirt and she's pouring at it and goes red flag, restart, red flag, restart. So we come off the track. Me and Nate are pissed. We don't know what's going on. We don't know. Do we go? Should we go check in with scoring? Should we go back through so they know well, so, we were safe? And that's the other thing. So it's like people are just pulling off the track, going At everywhere. Spots. MCI has no idea who's in the woods, who's not. Somebody could have been hemmed up in that in on a, a random trail somewhere, laid up in the bushes, and they would have, like. And it's tough. That could happen regardless in any race. But yeah, that moment it just felt like it was total chaos. And. Like, at what point, like, now, my girlfriend, Shannon, like, my, my, my rock at my pit crew, you know what I mean? Like, she holds my shit together, yeah. basically. Now, she's got to be freaking at this what? point. Like, we, where am I at? We were both, we were both uh, calling each other back and forth. If he shows up at you, you call me. If I show up at you, you call. Like, we're trying to get it so, figured out. Like, I'm trying to get prepared because I know you're going to come in with a bike that needs to be going over and ready to go back out there. Because you see me, when I came through on the first lap, my fender was broken. Yeah, so I'm prepping for the worst. We already done did one one fire drill in the morning, changing brake systems. That. I got another brake system in the bucket. I'm like, well, I don't have brake fluid, but if that brake system's done, like, we got another one, so... And I thought I did lose them at one point. Well, and I was nervous because with conditions like it was for my race, the first two laps, there was no traction. I didn't touch my, my back brake, I don't think, the whole race. I, at one point, I was in the middle of the race, and I thought to myself, I'm going to bet Brad $100 that he can he can touch my back brake because I'm not using it. So when you needed, when Shannon said you had a problem with your brakes, the first thing I thought was, oh, please be the black, please be the back because i used the shit out of my front brakes but yeah so it was chaos and i will say although it was chaos once everybody kind of calmed down they did a very good job of getting it reset at this point they had already taken down like the start bat like the start and everything so they you know had the ribbon back up for the start they had a guy running around on a quad telling everybody hey Three o'clock, two laps, three o'clock, two laps. They got everybody back up there. So they made the best out of a, a bad situation. And I think this goes back to, uh, we've talked about it a lot with with land and trail. You can only go 25 feet so many times. So when you're, you're trying to make new trail and you're trying to make a good race on this property, things like this can happen. You miss one arrow, you miss one ribbon, you get on a trail, you get moving. I, you got to take advantage of what property you got. There's not much woods left over there, especially not in the section where you guys got lost. There's not really much to work trail. with. Right. It, it was 100% new trail. And I do the mix up and all that nonsense pissed me off. Yes. Do I agree? They handled it to, I think, the best of their ability. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. To the track, 
I think, um, other than the mileage and a little bit of ribbon, which I think any race needs more ribbon in uh, certain spots. And it's tough because we'll say that now, and then when it comes like dual sport time, when I got 14 miles of trail to tear down, I'm like, who? I'll be cussing. Who put out all this ribbon? Why do we have arrows everywhere? So Right. The track was, I loved it. The track was fantastic. Um, the So fresh, so much new, what seemed like new Lots stuff to new me. Lots of new stuff. Lots of new stuff. I'm like, man, this is a good event. Like, yeah. it sucked at rain. Yeah. Because if that was dry. It would have been fantastic. Oh, Not, my Lord. If we would have just had, like one rain event on thursday or friday and got some got the the moisture came up out of the ground and we got some good dirt man it would have been incredible and hey i raced in like a lot worse conditions than you guys did i think by the time you guys got to the track it really cleaned up it was beat in sections but it wasn't sloppy even in the morning i don't care like everybody was bitching it was sloppy it was still a good track. It was it was good. It I'd, was flowy. It was it was fun. I don't know what you guys were crying about because there was like the first turn was sloppy, and then there was little sections here, little sections there. Like, but for the most part, like yes, the wood was a little slippery, but I was never like I was third, fourth year still. Like it wasn't like it was all over the place. I mean, and, and in certain parts of low areas, you're going to have some roots right, or you're going to have right. like, that's just what it's going to be. No, we just had that, like the two to four inches of just slime on top. It wasn't so much like when you go to like, a, if you go to a moderate, a GNCC, uh, it's kind of similar, but a lot of times at GNCCs, you'll get like nasty, ruddy, rooty, muck this wasn't that it was more so just slick on the top and yeah it wasn't it wasn't bad at all i could see i understand why people were crashing i mean i'm not so much a technically sound rider but i'm a decent dirt bike rider i won't go fast but i can handle a dirt bike so it was great for me but yeah overall man if you complain about the track come on I'll be the first people to complain. I we done tour CDR live last weekend. It was a good track. Yeah, track was I think very good laid out stuff. Um, but going to now, okay, they red flagged it. Now they restart, full restart, one hour, two lap or one hour, whatever you whatever, whatever it is, right. wide open. You know well, I mean? and so I I want to mention that. Uh, Ken held one of the uh, what whatever whatever series that is. AMA East. He runs that. He put out a like their press release for Cycle News or whatever. And I was kind of annoyed by it because it seemed like he was kind of not stretching the truth, but trying to cover it up a little bit. And then I ate my words because he released the full unedited version for uh, another website, and that really went into depth with what happened. So. I'll let I'll let old Kenny held off the hook there, but I won't. And one little more bitch. This is my last. Sec- yeah. I have two bitches left. One is the first start when a single person. Wait, point- hold, on, hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get on that one. Boy, mm-hmm. I want to say something about Kenny held. Back to the to the two lap thing. Yes. When like it seemed like in the article, like not that they were trying to hide it, but they were trying to say like, oh, cover it up and. Just the words you used, oh, you know, Kyle made a last lap pass, blah, 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 blah. Listen, what happened sucked. People were mad. But having Kyle, Jason, Hunter, 
all those guys, uh, Max, Justin Lafferty, Corey, Joey, having them know. Don't forget Wally was out there. Wally. Having them know it's a two-lap showdown. You have two laps. Go as hard as you can for two laps was bad ass. First lap, Jason, Kyle, and Hunter Bush came through scoring tire to tire. Watching them come through the grass track and then going through the, like, through the, it's all grass track, but the turn track, it was freaking awesome. So, good thing coming out of a bad situation. It was really cool to watch those guys push like that for two laps. It's not very often you get to see those guys do a a 50-minute race. So, it was neat. I wish they would have kind of, I wish they would have kind of highlighted that instead of trying to, you know, beat around the fact that they had to restart it. Just be like, hey, listen, shit happens. We made the best out of it. We threw down a two-lap. Run what you brought. Run what you brought. Right. Just hammer down. And I, like I said, seeing those guys come through was badass. So, yeah, I mean, mistakes happen. Shit happens. But, I mean, getting to see that come out of it was awesome. So, Back to your, back to your bitch. The first bitch, um, first start. Yeah, let's start. Let's talk about the starts here because I got a couple um, things I want to talk about. The too. first start, they, a single person, come up to me and said, "You got a backup." I said, "What do you mean I got a backup?" She's like, "The line's here." I'm like, "There's thirty or whatever, fifteen people to my left." Like I pointed at them. I said, "What about them?" And they were like, uh, yeah, they're working on it. I'm like, okay, I'll back up. Like, I, I was over the line, but I was in bar with the rest of the guys. I back up, and my bar is easily out of Rogers' back behind their foot pegs. I'm like, I'll let it go. If they don't push them back, I'm pushing forward. Right. That's what I did. If you're going to do one, don't I, – I don't know if – Maybe the podcast is the issue, or no, I don't think it will. I no, then uh, it could be, but I don't understand. I don't think so. Everybody that I've talked to from ECA has been, uh, I don't want to say supportive, but they've been they've been open to it so far. Yeah, for sure. Understanding that's a good way to put it. So I don't, um, I I, just I think it's something that (laughs) I think it's something that again, that's something that could be addressed. Some races. You got guys out there during the sea painting new lines, which I think is great. But at that point, that line had been ridden over for two starts. You had C start go over it. You had your start go over it. During my start, you could barely see it. They took orange paint on sand. You you can't see it. And it's on an angle opposite to the start. So the first corner is a left-hand turn with the left side being the inside. And you have... The line that they drew being closest to the turn on the left side of the line and farthest from the right. So it just didn't seem like it was a great setup. Again, we're like pulling teeth at this point, but just have everybody line up even. Like just make the line straight so you don't have to stagger people off like that. I don't even care if the line's straight. I don't care if the line is wherever. It can be 180 degrees compared to the front, front, first turn. But if I'm equal with all them guys, don't point me out. That's don't what I'm single saying. me out. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they would have just, if the line would have been straight across where everybody's front tire would have been equal, it would have eliminated the problem. Right. But, like, not a big bitch. I just think it's. <laughs> I will say, senior, Jack Senior. So <laughs> I, I, I kind of just caught the, the tail end of it, but 
I guess a kid started his bike early or or did something and senior kind of just walked up to him hit the kill switch and said nope you've been waiting now and made him wait his 20 seconds or whatever it was and then sent him on his way so I, on the same token again i try to play devil's advocate here as much as i can if there was somebody on your line last year there was somebody on my line who liked to cheat up and roll a tire eight inches in front we were all bitching about it so that definitely wasn't your intent and nobody else on your line said anything but uh, little things i think again we're going to compare it to gnccs and i got some flack for kind of comparing ecas to gnccs because you know it's hard to compare somebody who pays people to to run their track and and do things like that but at this point right now gnccs is kind of the pinnacle so that's what i'm going to use to compare that's what i know best other than eca so we're going to try to use that as our comparison there every gncc start it's straight like absolutely dead straight lines there's no if one person's half an inch in front you're going to be able to tell they use white chalk they rechalk them every race they do a really good job with their signage they do a really good job they have a lot more riders but they do a really good job with using tape they have tape to walk back so if one line let's say a women's only has three people on it and then be open which is the next line has 30 people on it those guys don't get confused there's a piece of tape in front of them so they don't go so i seen that happen this weekend there was a guy in the b not b vet be open be open line jumped the start with the girls because he didn't realize so just little things uh just like i said stupid little things but stuff that can really annoy you when you're sitting on the line trying to get focused and ready for your race i know you had one more complaint from the weekend it's not like a super big complaint just i just wish they would have had someone else at that area where we had the issue of the first first race i know you don't understand but still there was more ribbon there not that i don't understand but i was just so surprised i was just so surprised by the fact that that uh, multiple people came back from the main and said there wasn't people in the woods during my race um, they were out there making new lines they were putting up ribbon there was people everywhere at one point like there was a group of people in the grass track but that wasn't like the third lap when everything had kind of been handled already my whole race there was people in the woods everywhere so it kind of just surprised me that there wasn't somebody there hey things get lost real quick trying to manage that many people i'm sure is difficult I've never had to manage that many people in my life. So trying to manage, and not only that, not only manage people, but manage volunteers who kind of have their own agendas. I know how we get at races. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be here. I'll go do this. So maybe that's what happened. Maybe somebody was assigned that spot and missed it, and it is what it is. It happens. But uh, I, at the end of the day, with everything given, the weather, the mishap with the um, – the first half of the race that's you know was shit happens yeah it was a good event i liked the track fantastic i had fun and i got to when the restart i got to run up front with them guys i led for a couple miles um whatnot you f- and we had a good battle for third like me nate and uh yeah. i think his name's dylan yeah he- um hey and speaking on that dylan reached out to us and shot us a message guys shoot us shoot us messages hit us in the dms the east coast off-road instagram page me and brad are both on there we try to we try to hashtag whoever's 
talking just so just so there's no confusion but jim 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 reached out jim franks yeah okay jim jim not i don't think it was dylan Dylan. it was jim jim um i never responded back to him but yeah hey so you guys want to interact with us you know comment on the post slide in the dms we'll get back to you we appreciate all the support the support this weekend was absolutely fantastic the race was absolutely fantastic eca killed it on the signups killed it there was not a line up there at all all weekend nope. at any point if you did the online signups great if you do ecas in the future guys girls do the online signups it costs like two dollars and fifty cents more you ride ten thousand dollar motorcycles don't be a broke bitch do the online signups you don't have to go back up there all you do is go through scoring it's so much easier and it takes a huge load off those people they're there to enjoy their weekends and they're working so we can enjoy our weekends so help them, um, help them out I did see just see a post, and I didn't get to ask you before this. Um, after the next ECA, then following two or online sump only, I thought I saw. Uh, I I seen something. Um, like I said, I'm a big big sportsman guy over here now. Um, I wasn't really paying attention. I don't think I'm going to be able to make those two. One coincides with snowshoe. So I definitely won't be there. So I wasn't really paying too much attention, but I. I get it to a point. You don't use the internet, blah, 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 blah. People get with the times. Do the online sign up. It's so much easier for you. It's so much easier for them. It makes the weekend go so much smoother. They don't have to worry about having as many people in the trailer, signing people up. Guys, it's awesome. Please help. Uh, As much as we bitch at ECA, help make it easier for them. That way they can give more time to other places. If they can streamline scoring, then I can bitch about other shit. So, let's let's get one issue figured out at a time, so I can start bitching about other shit. And really, again, I'm gonna keep saying it. Overall, it great weekend. Great, great weekend. weekend. Thank you to MCI. Thank you to all yeah, the track guys absolutely. that stuck through the weather and made the track great. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you guys. And Thank I, everybody. I'll keep saying it again. Out there making new lines, doing that. So shit happens. At least it was new trail. At least it was. An effort. It did not feel lazy. Not even than, remotely. Well, uh, it was a little lazy that they didn't have mile plate cards out there, but I'll give them one. But maybe them guys didn't think about it. Maybe it's not like, oh, they don't need to know mileage, but they they should at least have the mileage on there for themselves. Yeah, and, and I like I said, it, it's a safety thing. Like, yep. as much as I want it for my personal sake, it really stuck out to me on, on Sunday morning when I had people wadding their shit in front of me bad. And I have no idea where this kid's at in the middle of the woods. So, uh, man, we kind of blew through that stuff pretty quick. Uh, I pretty much hit everything I wanted to. Again, I just want to make very clear that everything that we say here is for positive. Like, as in, we want things to be better than they are right now. So, we did have somebody reach out to us on Instagram. Um, Yes, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you want to nah, get into that. No, nah, let's wait because okay. I really want to. I I really want to. I really want to take advantage of that. So we so, put our money where we'll leave it at this. We put our money where our mouth I'm is, and somebody's you going, didn't well, put you didn't put nothing nowhere. Please, please. I what do you got? Mouth in your pocket? Yeah, my no. Bitch. I as okay, a brat well, put well, his money where his mouth is. I'll remember that when we get that phone call. Sit my ass home. <laughs> but yeah, sounds like. Uh, Sounds like we might be helping make a trail at Ormond Farms. 
which I'm down for. So, I guess where we're at now, again, we talked about it this weekend, GNCC. Any Endoros coming up for you guys, local Endoros? Um, no. I think we're done for a couple of weeks. Right now, it's kind of like the peak of the uh, ECA season. We go three weekends, and we have uh, used to be Rocket. Now, it's called Broken Anvil. If you're local to South Jersey and don't make your way up there, guys, that's a good race. They're going to open up the moto track I saw on Friday night. Usually, they'll open it up on Saturday night as well for open practice. We did that last year. It was a blast. And the track's really good. They do a good job. They put on a good event. So, um, if you get a chance, get up there. The next Enduro is six twelve, so it's the weekend after Broken Anvil. Okay. So, um, I did get a text message while we're doing this and seeing if we wanted to go race this weekend. So we might do that now. I don't know. I will call that person. We with the mouse in your pocket? No, as in two people may go race this weekend at the D six. Oh, we. So not me. Okay, just just clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the record, I'm not racing shit, shit this weekend. Um, I'm we'll racing, see if I get my bike ready. I'm racing my truck with my boat to the boat ramp. That's the only place I'm racing to. I don't know. If it's warm Sunday, like it's supposed to be on Saturday, I might be out. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Ain't nobody... I'll get myself in trouble here. Ain't nobody want to go race a goddamn D6 when it's 90 degrees out. Bleep that. Screw that. Hell no. That's another thing. If you thought I was hard on CDR... Maybe I need to go do a D6. Maybe I do. Maybe I'll go do it, and we'll see. we can make CDR feel a whole hell of a lot better about themselves. And but I, now, let's, let's touch on that. Good, a great amount of people. A lot of CDR reached out to us. A lot of them loved what we had to say. Had a couple negative thoughts, which, hey, duly noted. I'm glad that we have differing opinions. But uh, overall, super positive, and I think, I think it's going to make for better events for them in the future. I agree. I mean, what's the saying? If you're pleasing ninety percent of people, you can't really. You know, I mean, I don't know the saying, but you know how it goes. Yeah, I, you gotta have. You, you gotta can't have, please everybody, right? right. And, um, and none of, nobody was like really mad. There was a couple of people who disagreed with my opinion, and as my famous saying goes, duly noted. But prove me wrong. If if we all have the same opinion, then we how are we gonna better something? Right. It all stays stagnant. Yep. It's the same. So, I'm just looking through my notes here. Uh, one more thing. Uh, one more complaint. I'm pulling one out of the bag. You weren't there. So, on Saturday, oh, I won't say this. If you were gonna, at, These people are just going to think we're nothing but complainers. I'm not complaining. I think ECA as a whole, some people do it well. At Ormond Farms, everybody knows where the pit's at. At Sahara, everybody knows where the pit's at used to know until they move it which i get why they moved it honestly i think that's a better spot for it it gives the spectators way more room in that area it cleans it up a lot i love that they moved the pit out of the way i really do i like that it's after scoring it makes it a lot less complicated that you know you go through scoring and you stop so i like that so you can say tell your rider the second, second time, time you through go scoring, through scoring yeah, you're pitting yeah dumbass people um Love you, Nate. But, yeah, I wish... I guess somebody put a... Like, uh, people put gas cans there on for the youth race, thinking... Or maybe it was for the 65 race. I don't know. Maybe the 65 race, the pit was over there. 
I don't know, but there was gas cans over there on Saturday, and they were all yelling and screaming like, "Why are there gas cans here?" Well, because that's where the pit's been for the last fifteen years, and y'all moved it. So, uh, and I guess I probably should have checked. Usually, ECA does a map and says where the pits are and all that stuff, and I didn't. But just things I'm looking. I guess like you said, overall the weekend, awesome. If we can have yeah. seven more rounds that are equally as good or or at least on par with this man it's going to be a really good series so um yeah i was hoping to go a little bit longer but i really don't have much more to say uh we had it with with everything everything being so crazy this weekend i had a good buddy a real good buddy of mine get banged up pretty good in the main so i got distracted and we had enough going on between all of us. I didn't get any interviews this week. My plan was to go after some of the B or the A250 guys and the A Open guys, but like I said, shit just didn't work out. So look for that in the future. I'm gonna try to get some of the more more of those guys on here and helps me gives gives me some some time to work on my interview skills, give them some time to do it, and just change it up a little bit. If so. um if I do go to the D6, I'll take the little thing with me and absolutely get some interviews yeah. of whoever shows up there. I don't know what the double A line will be like. Hopefully, uh, I know old boy Davis is up there. Haven't seen him since the NEOC days. Right, him and his family—they're great people. He's been running them. I don't know what kind of pull you'll get with with there being a GNCC the same weekend, but guess we'll find out. Yep. Yeah. So, and last thing, uh, just looking forward on our schedule. Brad's doing all the Endoros, plus all of the ECA hair scrambles. My schedule's kind of up in the air right now. It's really up in the air now. <laughs> but I'm looking. I still haven't decided what I'm doing in two weeks, two and a half weeks. I might go to Mount Morris. I might go to Rocket. I don't know yet. And then, like... Snowshoes on the calendar for me before break. There's a couple other ECAs I'm going to hit before break. I think I'm going to try to get up to a J-Day in the end of July. I think that's when it is. I'm going to try to hit one of them. So there's some stuff in the works. I think. And then long term, we're talking about um, one person doing one series, one person doing the other. I think we're still talking about, you know, GNCC's I, uh, National Enduros yeah, next year. Well, I'm definitely I'm definitely not doing National Enduros. We're going to put that out here real now. What? Right. You don't like them. Yeah. I kind of do like them. Well, and, hey. But I feel like if you go to a national, you can't race it and be, you know, media. No, it's hard, and I would love to make it to some. I would. That's definitely on my list for next year to make it to some of them. Uh, it's it's hard. Like this year, like Virginia, Virginia was on my schedule, but Ormond Farms is on my schedule, so that one was kind of tough. You got to kind of pick and choose. It it's an awesome problem to have. There's so much racing going on; it's hard to go to. So we're both doing some stuff behind the scenes, trying to figure out our programs for next year. We're both trying to f- figure out what we want to do, but between fuel and camper and trucks and just price of everything, it's kind of hard. So, and working like we're both working sixty hours. Yeah, it's, a week this right is now. stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. So, yeah, uh, and it's crazy that we have to plan this far out in advance just to figure out what series we want to try to run next year. I mean, I made the mistake of deciding in November last year that. I wanted to do GNCCs, and I realized real quick I didn't get myself nearly enough time. So I'm trying to plan that out this year so that I'm ready in February for for South Carolina. But who knows? We'll see. My life will change 15 freaking times between now and then. 
So, all right, no sense in mumbling on. Uh, again, I think I have one last thing. Yeah, yeah. let's finish it off. A little quick thing is um, if anybody has questions or has um, the words out of my mouth wants to like because we're gaining followers. I think we gained seventeen followers over I, the weekend. I just every time I look at my phone, it's add, 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 yeah. add, add. So. so if, all you guys are listening. You guys have any questions you guys want us to, or topics that you guys want us to talk about? Yeah, shoot us a DM, comment, whatever. Hit us with some people that you want to bring on. We're working on doing the uh, the. We're working on doing the mobile, like so we can get people to call in. It would have been nice to have Ryder on this weekend to talk. Yeah, like it would have been hometown local. It really would have been winning his first national enduro, we're, gaining the Ports lead. Listen, I mean, I'll hold a phone to the mic if I got to man. Listen, he'll be on. When he wants the championship. <laughs> Tell him I said it. We'll put it right here. Stamp on the pod. It. We'll bring him in when he wins the championship. So Yeah, it's tough. And another thing is I'll be pretty I'll be completely open with this. All the guys that run ECAs I'm I'm buddies with, all the guys that run double A. Me and Kyle McDonald are really close. Me and Jason I've known for years, but me and him got close this year or the last couple of races just talking about things i don't want to oversaturate and i don't want to over abuse walking up saying hi to the same guys every weekend right so trying to find that balance that was another reason why i didn't do any interviews this weekend was it's a tough little balance to find it's a lot easier when you have a gncc when there's you know between women's xc1 xc2 you can go talk to 40 people if you wanted to so something i'm working on i think now that we got we have a, a we have two recorders now which is pretty cool we got a little one and a big one so it'll be way easier to do interviews now at gnccs i'm super excited that's why i'm really pushing to probably hit mount morris even if i don't race that i think i'm gonna head out there i don't know we'll see might change my mind every day but yeah if anything snowshoe We'll be ready for snowshoe and ready to go. So, and yeah, like Brad said, hit us in the DMs. People are reaching out all the time. So I love it. Uh, it. We're both stupid passionate about this sport and about racing and about the podcast. So we love talking about it. You want to talk about it? Hit the DMs, like the pictures, comment, find us at races. I was telling Brad during the second start of the main, I bumped up, it bumped into a good buddy of mine, Dylan, and we were kind of joking around. I'm like, yo, you trying to fight? Like, and we were like serious, but like we knew we were joking. One of the guys was like, yo, 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 like, no, no, like a guy getting ready to race. I'm like, nah, we're joking, we're joking. And the guy like looks at me and he goes, are you from Rocks Roots Mud? And I'm like, nah, I'm like, but I am with East Coast Off-Road Podcast. And he's like, I knew I knew your voice from somewhere. So <laughs> that was really cool. So, hey, if you see me at races, I'm the big goofy dude riding around on the e-bike with a yellow shirt on. Yeah, I was going to say, yellow shirt no matter what. And the story behind that yellow shirt is I wore a black shirt one day at a race and everybody got mad at me because nobody could see me on the track. So I brought out the yellow shirt again so everybody knows it's me, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Everybody knows it's me. If mm-hmm. you can't hear me, you can see me. That's for damn That's, sure. Yeah. So appreciate it, guys. Thank you, guys. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what goes on in the next week. See what happens this weekend. Hopefully, they give us something to talk about at the GNCC. Maybe we can jump on here for a quick one. But if not, we're going to keep trucking along with this uh, every other week deal and go from there. So 
Appreciate you guys. And see you in two weeks. See you. Later.